Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. We are here to have some mom talk with our two friends, Lizzie and Brielle. Yes. (laughs) Um, And I'm joined by my co-host, Delight Lego, and a baby that hopefully will be going for a nap very soon. (laughs) (laughs) One can hope. So. Real mom talk. Okay. I just want to say before we, before we keep going that. Lizzie and Brielle have both been on the podcast before, so if you want to listen to their episodes and haven't, then go for it. Lizzie's episode is episode 33. Brielle's interview <coughs> was episode 42, and she also was on a segment called What We Read, 45 and 46 as well, and that was really fun. But those are, yeah, they're all fun, great episodes to listen to. So check them oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So we thought it'd be fun to talk a little bit about being moms because we are all moms. We have what? Two, four, six, seven children between us. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. I know. Right. So we all are a little bit in like we are different ages, but we are in pretty similar stages within three years. Right. Yes, we are. From we have an almost three year old this the end of this month is the oldest, and then we have a what nine, ten week old, something like that, eleven week old, you know, pretty soon they're gonna start calling them by the months. So, we let's just say, like, you know, I am Delight, this is Delight, and I have one child. He is what is he, 15 months. Should have figured this up first. Fourteen months. He was fifteen months. Just okay. um, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> okay, so I have a fifteen-month-old boy, Harrison, and fun fact: he is adopted. Woo-hoo. And we love him, and he's so cute. He is. Um. <laughs> I, August here, have two kiddos. Ilian is two years and three months, four months. Hmm. Mm -hmm. January, February, March, April, May. Yes. He is exactly two years and four months old. And then we have Atlas, who is seven and a half months old. And he's a boy. (laughs) (laughs) They're both boys. (laughs) Both boys. Two and boys. Fun fact, they were not adopted. <laughs> fun fact, <laughs> they look completely different in their coloring, which is really fun. Fun fact, they are half Salvadorian. Fun fact, one has blue eyes <laughs> and one has brown eyes. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, carry on. Me? My turn? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> My name is Brielle. We're not talking about our husbands then. No, no, they don't matter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. We Um, all have husbands. As long as we have them. My name is Brielle. Fun fact, I also have two boys. Levi Boone (laughs) is going to be three. 
at the end of this month, which is crazy. And Joel Rocklin is eight months old. Fun fact, they also look completely different, <laughs> but have very similar coloring. <laughs> and they both have blue eyes. The same, and but different. And their father has blue eyes, in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> we should just talk about him. <laughs> just say it. No, just Hi, I'm Lizzie. And... <laughs> Okay. Um, and I have two kids as well. I have Hazel, who is two and a few months. Four months. <laughs> Augie knows. Um, and then I have um, Jude, who was born 11 weeks ago today, I believe. Oh. Which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, fun fact I'm the only one with a girl in this whole group. That yeah. is a fun fact. I was thinking fact. about that. That's boy. true. Fun fact, the more children we all have, the harder it is to get together and have a conversation. That is not a fun fact. I was going to say, that is like the least fun fact that we said. Real fact. Sad fact. Mom fact. (laughs) But it's good. So seriously, it is crazy trying to get together with our children around. Brielle, Lizzie, and I especially get together quite often, the three of us, (laughs) and our children... Yeah, it's just crazy. We're always working with them and like, you know, trying to figure out do we do we like make them oh just figure out how to share the toys or do we get involved and like, nope, you give this one a turn, you give that one a turn right. and ask nicely. Don't and so hit anybody right? don't sometimes them on the ground and shove dirt in their eyes. Right. <laughs> don't pour sand all over them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like really hard to get together be- with them because oh. We feel like we have to literally have like a notebook and and write down the subjects that we start talking about. And it can be like that even if we're talking without them there. Like we just because we're women and we, you know, overlap and talk together. Of course, and change the subject all the time. That's just how we are. But it's just 10 times harder with our kids. It's like crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not even just like this is happening, I need to address this situation or training needs to happen and that kind of thing. It's also that they're coming to us all the time, interrupting our conversation, even if they're being well behaved because they need something or so it's twofold. Right. Like, and, and seriously. Okay. So Hazel is potty trained. Oh yeah. So, and like Levi and Ilian are getting there. Mm. Well, (laughs) Ilian, Levi is way more potty trained than Ilian is, but But either way, like he doesn't wear diapers like or he doesn't wear like undies out anywhere yet where Hazel all the time is wearing undies. Right. Levi is potty trained in the sense <laughs> that he instead of pooping and peeing in his diaper, poops and pees in his undies. <laughs> That's how far we've gotten with body training. Yes. Oh, yes. He's out of diapers. Definitely. <laughs> I'm doing a lot more laundry, in but the- he's totally out of diapers. Send, him, send another so pack money. of underwear, please. Okay, it's weird thinking about, like, what is ahead. Well, just tell me if you guys felt like this, like, as the different stages come. Because, like, right now I'm, you know, probably at least a year from potty training or really thinking about it much. Not that I'm not thinking about it. But but yet it feels very, like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to know how to do that or what to do or, like, I don't know if it's going to work out okay when the time comes. And like, I feel like I felt that for so many stages. Like I felt like that when, um, it was time to 
Let me think of something. Like, be d- get done with bottles. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. like, Harrison was bottle-fed. So, like thinking oh no like what about when it's time to start eating and then it was like well when when it's time to like eat more and you know do this left less or even like when he moved from like our side of the bed beside my bed sleeping into his own room like I feel like each thing I sort of felt like I don't know if that's how that's gonna go like did you guys feel like that or were you like oh yeah I got it all together no I definitely feel like that and I'm so glad that there are always people with older kids to mm-hmm. ask yes first of all and then yeah you just kind of do what you do mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I was gonna say it kind of takes you by surprise that like oh you're you're kind of foreboding about it or whatever and then all of a sudden you're in it and you're like oh just like with I'm most anything like even even like you could compare it to like labor or something it's like it's so big in your head and then you're in it and it's like oh well you just do what you have to do and soon enough you you're you know either through it or just used to it or whatever it is yeah even like development, I feel like that. Like, I'll feel like, okay, I don't know. Like, what's it going to be like when he starts crawling or w- whatever? But then, like, all of a sudden, like, they just do it. I just think it's cool how God made us. Like, it is in stages, and there's so many people that have, like, like researched and stuff. And, like, I like to read, so I read a lot of books. Like, I read, I mean, last year I probably would read the baby wise book like seven times mm. no joke like I just kept reading it because I'm just like I'm gonna figure this out I'm gonna know and I just like kept whatever and just amazing how like there's so many things that actually we can kind of relax because like when it comes like it does almost come easy if you just kind of chill out about it a little bit I was gonna say some things for me I felt like just came natural and it was just like oh okay it's time to do this next thing like it's time to put them in their own room and I'm ready for that where like when they're first born you you, you're like oh I'm never gonna want them to be away from me Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) or some of us some of us more than others but yeah Yeah. but yeah like when it's time it's time and you know I feel like you you kind of know when it's time for a lot of things and it just Mm -hmm. kind of yeah it's very natural and like instinctual yeah yeah but you might not always know what to do to make that transition sometimes you do but sometimes you don't but even i think that it can happen that you're okay i'm gonna disagree just a little bit and because there are things that are very natural i agree but then there i think that there are things where all of a sudden you're like wow i'm really frustrated about this oh I can do something about it kind of thing yeah because with um with Joel who by the way we also call Rocky so if I call him Rocky that's fine um I'll call Joel, I'll call him Joel as much as I remember uh with Joel he was getting really fussy during the days and he was generally just so happy and and I was just thinking okay why is he all of a sudden so fussy? What is it teeth? Is it, you know, all the things, is it a sleep regression that could be whatever? Oh, the, uh, it was. Oh, it was Rest definitely assured, the six definitely. or seven month sleep regression. That four and a half four month and sleep half. regression. We love to laugh about that because it definitely. Five and three quarter months. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because it definitely seems like, like people. There's always an excuse. People blame that a lot. And I don't know. I personally have found that it's, yeah. Really, I don't think we've had a sleep regression, but not because he didn't maybe something change a little bit, but I didn't consider it. It just felt like, oh, actually, he 
got right through it. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like my perspective more than actually being mm-hmm. a big. Yeah. Atlas is going through the getting a million teeth at one time sleep regression stage these mm-hmm. days. Yeah. Okay, keep, going. keep keep going. Yeah, you keep going. Real. Um, okay, so it's just that I had had a routine that we were doing and I guess I didn't really think about the fact that, okay, it's time for the, it's time for the routine to change. And I was mm-hmm. just like going along, going along and he was getting fussier and fussier. It felt like, and then I looked, I think I looked it up what their awake time is generally at that age, which was probably around six and a half, seven months. And it was like two and a half hours of awake time. But Joel was only having one hour of awake time before I'd put him down for a nap. Mm. And so at that point it was like, oh, I need to change his routine. And it's helped so much. So there are Mm -hmm. things like that where Mm -hmm. you kind of get frustrated. And a little bit, I think for me, I start feeling not trapped, but like I start getting somebody help me with the word like "Ah, this is just starting to drive me a little crazy. I don't know what to do or where to go. Mm -hmm. And then there is like, oh, maybe a solution, a solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like important and important. I have trouble saying that sometimes for me to be like kind of proactive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, sometimes I think it's interesting even like I started being a mom when I was 32. Was I 32? No. 30, yeah, 32. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that the perspective of that, of being like, I babysat a lot and spent some time, like even full-time nannying and some different things. And so like, I was thinking about like kids and babies and all that, like a long time before I actually got to that point. And I like had a lot of friends that had a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, I... I think one of the reasons why it felt sort of natural, some of the stages and things is because also being like a reader, I was always like, okay, he's this age. Like, even though I don't think it's a perfect, like when there's six months, they all do exactly this. No. Like I'm also kind of, I'm also very flexible within like the things that the experts say, but they do kind of, and again, it's a typical child, like where you're, there's a lot of different examples of, you know, like say um, a child with different abilities, or special needs, like that looks totally different. And so mm-hmm. just mentioning that, I get that if you're, mm-hmm. if you're in that, not every child is exactly the same and typical, but I was always kind of reading like, okay, well they're getting to this point. Like we did like the baby wise sleep schedule. I was always like looking for that mm-hmm. a little bit ahead, like, kind of like okay well when is it going to change that it's going to be a four-hour schedule instead of a three-hour schedule and Mm. like and so it did feel like because I was anticipating it always I was it felt like I was on top of it like I was ready for it as soon as it came but also like just saying first baby one thing you know like Mm -hmm. that makes a big difference like that's all I have to do (laughs) not exactly but (laughs) It is. It's it's different than if it's your sixth baby or your fourth baby or even mm-hmm. your second baby. Like mm-hmm. you're not just only thinking about your six month old. You're also thinking about your toddler and mm-hmm. toddlers are no joke. Like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I think that I 
totally kind of lost my train of thought. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. I know. I feel like I, it would be so nice to be that way and to be like reading ahead, even just a little bit. Not that you have to read, you know, baby wise seven times in a year per se, even though we got all strive for that. Well, Um, yeah. But yeah, but just, just even having like the thought of like, okay, maybe this given month I'm going to take a little bit of time on my Sunday at the beginning of the month or something and just read a little bit ahead about what to expect these next four weeks with the baby. Because for sure, at least in my experience, you guys can weigh in too. But with my toddler, I feel like enough time has passed that I honestly barely remember what stage will be coming next for my second. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like right. that? Or do you guys remember really clearly like, oh no, this is exactly what happened at that time and that month and that day or whatever Mm, no and I feel like it's different like even Atlas is getting teeth sooner than Ilian did Mm -hmm. and he's bigger than Ilian was yeah like I I wrote it down like Atlas got his first tooth right before he was six months old Mm. oh like a week before he was turned six months how many like doesn't he have more teeth than Harrison he has five now yeah and Harrison is like just his like fifth one is coming mm-hmm. in well like it's this, in but the same the same i know but like think about how much f- yeah, older right. harrison is that's all i'm saying yeah, like and a half yeah. months as opposed to 15 months. things just mm-hmm. happen do totally happen totally. at different stages yeah so like and i think Ilian got his first tooth maybe seven and a half months i remember looking it up and i know that it was a good like month and a half difference at least so yeah, and even like Atlas is in six to nine month clothes, like kind of right on track for where it would be in the average probably. And Ilian was wearing the clothes that Atlas is wearing now when he was a year. Mm. Right. Yep. So Liz, you kind of reminded me what I was thinking of before. It's just like, just because I'm kind of like that for whatever reason that makes me the way that I am, like that helps me like be relaxed but like, I think that for some people that might be stressing them out to be like, okay, they're three months. Should they be doing this? Should they like my personality is pretty chill and I don't get super riled about much. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm like, I'm pretty flexible. So I think like kind of the prepared in that helps me to be flexible, like kind of knowing, mm-hmm. okay, that's what will be coming. But I'm not like, oh, if it's, if they're four months and the book says they should do this at four months, like I'm not mm-hmm. upset that they're not. So I think like the important thing is to like give yourself a break <laughs> all the way around. Maybe you're the type that's never going to read anything and you're just going to fly through it and it's going to happen and you'll be fine. That's uh, I think just we can get caught up on whichever way. Sometimes the way that we're not, we might look and say, Oh, should I be that way? Or mm-hmm. should I be that way? Mm-hmm. But I think like, mm-hmm. it's okay if you're that way that you're kind of just like, I have no idea when they do what, but Hey, they're living they're like, I think it's important to notice, like you were saying, Brielle, like noticing I'm, I'm getting frustrated about something. Well then like, if you notice that and you don't like that, well then you can do something about it. Totally. But I think there's people that just, they're never noticing that they're frustrated. They're just like, Hey, it's working for me. And that's okay mm-hmm. too. Like, I think it's not just one, like one, like, Oh, this is the way right. that you need to be at all. And I was going to say, I'm a little bit more loose but yeah I kind of have a not a handle I kind of have an idea of what's going on but I also look up things like I'm I'm every couple months I'm looking to see how much how much time should they be awake because the same yeah like it just changes and you have to kind of make sure that you 
know what's going on so that you're not frustrated and that they're not frustrated that you're giving them what they need when they need it and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I feel like with both of them, I just kind of did that. Like I just kind of every once in a while would just kind of check in and be like, what are they supposed to be doing right now Mm -hmm. as far as schedule and that kind of thing. But I just kind of went with what worked for us at the same time. It's not like I took everything that the person that I randomly looked up on Pinterest or Google Mm-hmm. I didn't take everything that they said, but I did a little bit. Speaking of which, can we talk? I <laughs> can we talk for one second? I have a question in my head. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask a question or not. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. Oh, they gave us not free an official liberty. host, but you know, I'm gonna ask a question. Um, <laughs> I, as far as like Hazel goes, she's like we said, two and four months. 26 months I can no 28 months oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh it's always like 20 months versus 24 in my head is like a, is two years. Uh-huh. anyway um but yeah so with her I feel like she's hitting new stages of development where it's not just a matter of like like how much time should she be napping versus how much all that it's more like into the educational like how do I stimulate her how do I help her to learn how to process things how to learn yes how to do things and I'm honestly like do you guys have any thoughts on that? Because I feel at this point a little bit overwhelmed because I know that although she's quite young and that it's not like she needs to start preschool or anything right this minute, um, setting up building blocks and a foundation for learning and for loving learning and for, um, I don't know, just all of that is really important. Yeah. And I I don't know. I see some women um, that I follow on you know YouTube or Pinterest, not Pinterest, Instagram, wherever else, whatever social media I'm on. Um, and they kind of do like all these different sort of stimulating activities for their kids. And I feel like I've never really, like rarely have I done that. Okay. Generally, my stimulating activity is like, let's go outside and mess kind of. Or whatever. I was what just going think? to say, I feel like you do stimulating activities with her all the time. So here you say that you don't. I'm like, you totally do. And you just are doing it naturally. And it, right. I don't think... I think it's good to be intentional and do certain things like I've been trying actually I haven't done it the last couple of weeks much but I have these like Spanish English flashcards and I was doing with them with Ilian and he loves them mm-hmm. so it's not hard because it's just like easy and he just loves to sit down and like tell me what everything is and then I ask him mm-hmm. in Spanish and in English mm-hmm. um, but like I think it's good to be intentional but I think that you're I think that you're doing it without even like even you talking about planting your I would remember you saying about planting your plants and having her help you or different things you yeah. were doing like that or like painting your painting things like you're doing things like that and I think that you don't need to be doing much else but I think that and I don't think that even I feel like I'm gonna be doing preschool with him you know in my head for the next few years until he's ready to do like book work, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's going to be like, okay, yep. Now I'm going to do preschool with him. It's going to be like, no, every day we're going to be doing preschool and I'm going to talk about colors and shapes and mm-hmm. numbers. And it's just going to organically happen. And it's not going to be this big, like now we have learning, but like mm-hmm. also there are times <laughs> now we learn, <laughs> but there are times where I'm like, do intentionally think, okay, I'm going to sit down at the table and work with him on this. Mm-hmm. So I love the flashcards yeah. idea. Honestly, yeah, I'm writing that one down. It's fun. Yeah. Are you? And I think... <laughs> I don't see I her writing it down. No, I just, I'm trying to put my pen back together. I took it apart. Uh, <laughs> what the heck? It is so important not to think that the way that you're doing it has to look like the way that they're doing it. 
because right. and even like what August said about preschool, I was kind of thinking, oh, I might be a little bit different than that. I might when he this fall, you know, he'll be three this summer. So maybe this fall I'll be a bit more intentional about like, oh, maybe maybe every day I'll be like intentional about sitting down for 20 minutes and doing something specific. So yeah. even that there's, there would be more structure, but that's my personality too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that it probably will depend a little bit on him and that kind of thing, but just not having it be, it is the comparing game is hard. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're being intentional and wanting to do what's best, Excuse like if co-host. you're asking, she's just over here, over there trying to get her coffee. <laughs> Hey, I want some. Just clean your kitchen while you're at it. Oh, she's doing dishes. Hey, okay. She's she has enough extra (laughs) co-hosts. They never even knew she wasn't here. I've heard it said different times where it's kind of like if you're asking those questions, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you're, yes, if, if you're, you're yeah, if that's on your mind, if it's important to you and you're wondering what's best, you're obviously going in the right direction mm-hmm. at least. But it's mm-hmm. good to ask questions and to, to get ideas. Like mm-hmm. I think that that's a huge part of motherhood. Yes, mm-hmm. you can go on Pinterest and find a million ideas, but sometimes it's even better to have a conversation with other moms who are mothering around you Mm -hmm. hey what are you doing for this or like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm because even with potty training i I read a book about it and i've read different articles like have your toddler potty trained in three days and all this kind of stuff which is really (laughs) great like i'm happy to take those tips and apply them but also asking my sisters-in-law who have potty trained children hey what did you do Mm -hmm. when you had boys this age and what did you know Mm -hmm. and they gave me different stuff than I was reading. And that's really valuable because then when you talk about it with other moms, it's not just that you're getting advice always. It's that then they are thinking about that for you. And maybe Mm -hmm. when they see you next time, they'll ask you, Hey, how's that going? Mm -hmm. And like a Pinterest article won't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. And it doesn't create relationship with Pinterest. Right. Yeah. And the other thing I think is like, I feel like, oh, this is so separate, actually. That's kind of a new train. Did anyone else have thoughts about this? Because this is like a little veer. It's like similar, but different. Um, In response to your original question or what Brielle's saying right now? Like I have, I want to talk about what she's saying, but like I was going to relate it to eventually homeschooling and stuff okay. like that, which is a totally different topic. So I can wait until okay. we're on. Well, I think it's fine, but I was going to just say like reading and playing. I think that we just undervalue those two things that are actually pretty simple Mm -hmm. and like like imagination and even watching kids like you can just see they're learning they're figuring out Mm -hmm. cause and effect and those things like that is huge and it becomes more and more as each Mm -hmm. like as they get older and at each level Mm -hmm. you know what my one-year-old is learning is obviously different than what your two and three-year-olds are learning but like yeah, so I'm just a big, like, read, read, read. Read to them, mm-hmm. let them read. Like, that, you hear so much. Like, that is one of the most important things, more than, like, being all stressed out about, they don't know their numbers yet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, their colors or whatever. Like, yeah. at, I think some of that comes from 
like yeah. just reading and I was gonna say yeah let them play like and yeah. play with them right mm-hmm. it's so fun because yeah, even Levi around. is starting to pretend so much right now oh, like a lot of so times cute. he'll look at me and say I'm mommy and you're Boone <laughs> Levi Boone he calls himself Boone I'm mommy so. and you're Boone and I'm like okay I'm Boone and then he'll boss me around a little bit <laughs> until you're like okay <laughs> now know. respect respect um yeah I feel like coming from yeah just coming from a background of like homeschool I was homeschooled for 11 out of 12 grades I believe 11 years whatever um and coming from that like I would not say my education was perfect at all but I do think that like Delight was saying like reading was such a foundational piece like no matter what what portion of schoolwork it was it was always built on reading and built with tons of reading surrounding it and for that reason I feel like I had a really well-balanced education and a fairly thorough education like we can always do better um I could have always had a little bit more in this this or this but I do feel fairly confident in the way that I was educated at home and I'm happy about that Mm. but the other question I was going to ask that has more pertaining to like right this stage not necessarily like you know kindergarten first grade etc um is like where okay speaking of reading where do we get those resources where do you guys get them is it just kind of whatever you acquire or are you intentional about where you get them what they are about is it you know yeah like tell me what do you guys think about that well so far I just have I mean we're still like completely bored books, you know, Mm -hmm. like, um, one year old, but he'll, and he's not even quite to the stage where he likes me to read a whole book to him, Mm. but he will, you know, he'll sit and look at them for, you know, a long time. And yeah, so I haven't been super intentional yet. Like, um, I think I will continue to be like, it's important to me even just like, representation is important to me as far as like adoption Mm. and like races like I want to make sure that he has books with that talk about adoption and that that's just kind of will be a catalyst towards when he's learning about being adopted himself Mm -hmm. um but it's also important to me that he's seeing books with like lots of different colored people in it Mm. and people that look different and Mm -hmm. all that but I don't have specific places that I like have got have got books from yet a lot of them are gifts mostly mm-hmm. so far but I have different I have some that are even like on his Amazon wish list that I'm like that feel like they're a little more in that category like oh this is a book I really want to make sure mm-hmm. he has which I don't even have yet but at some point I I'm sorry I missed the question oh that's okay the question was just like especially as we continue forward and like with what she said about how reading is such a really foundational good like very big deal when they're so young and in the preschool years or whatever mm-hmm. I was asking like how do you how are you intentional with what they are reading or is it just like oh like we found some at a thrift store and we grabbed those and we found this on the you know gotcha yeah. on the shelf at the store and liked the cover and whatever or is it like more like no no I want them to learn this this and this from mm-hmm. this book therefore gotcha. I'm going to get this book gotcha gotcha yeah and for us, the only thing that w- that we're intentional about is just having bilingual books so that oh, they're right. and like reading them both ways, not always reading them in Spanish, but reading them in English, too. And just like that. But other than that, I don't really it's just kind of like, oh, it's a Spanish English book. That's great. Oh, OK. I have to say just because you said bilingual, how cute it is that um, just I love alien learning Spanish and Levi too and 
does Hazel? Is, does, she, mm. does, does she speak another language? Or? She speaks about some animals. She knows some of them. <laughs> she knows come, now, here. Go Great. ahead. Great. Tell us. Tell uh-huh. us. She understands language and tone. Yes. <laughs> she, yeah. Go Let ahead, Lizzie. Tell us what come here now is in Spanish. I don't know now, actually. I think I lied. What's now? I didn't mean to lie. Well, I, I just <laughs> like if we would say, word. if we're saying like come here right now, it would be, it would be venga para acá. Okay. Well, but I didn't know venga para <laughs> <laughs> okay. But oh, well, you could say uh, venga like right now, yeah. pronto. Sí. Soon. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But was I, what I was gonna say is I just love it and it's so cute. And last night, um, <laughs> Levi was Brielle. Levi was sitting on my lap, and he was just like really enjoying me last night, which was just so fun. And he was sitting on my lap and Brielle told him to say something. <laughs> and, I just asked him a question. Yeah. Right? And he said, I don't know how to say it in Spanish. Oh. <laughs> and I wasn't even no, him no, to. she wasn't. And it was just so cute. Like, but I love it. They I think it's great pennies. that they're learning. They <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So oh, that's so I loved fun. it. I know. I want to be better about that. We, I've always expressed all my good intentions but I really do like want to make sure that that's a, a part that I'm teaching Hazel because especially if she has friends that are going to be fluent very quickly. That's right. When they're young, might as well learn it and not have to, you know, not like yeah. whatever. It's not like I'm fighting all the way upstream. Like most people don't have two best friends who are also teaching their kids right. at the exact same time. Like that is a very yeah. helpful, very good Seriously. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Okay, and we could just talk to her in Spanish more. I don't even think talk about Talk to me in Spanish. <laughs> I'm the one that doesn't understand. <laughs> but yeah. <sighs> Just say it, and then I'll like ask what it was, and then I'll just learn by little by little. Brielle's or like, I can. would, but then we ended up just switching English because it's just the way it is. I've offered to. No, I've asked you to do it. Give lessons. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> we just keep finding things that are quote unquote more important, like to dessert <laughs> at a friend's house instead of Spanish. Our time, time. is precious. To yeah. tune in next time to hear <laughs> Lizzie and Brielle chat about. What Mandarin sounds like. Anyway. I'll say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. About books. Yeah, oh, please. Yeah, I didn't. wanted to say that I think that moms should uh, get better <gasps> at writing their names in the pages, you know, in the cover, and then, like, having a book swap Ooh, kind of like thing. Rotate them. Yeah, like, it's like that. It's like, I think we should always just have a mom library vibe going on. Right. Yeah. I know. That's and I was idea. going to, I was going to say before you said that, which is the same pretty much. But yeah, just in treating them like library books, mm-hmm. because I might be like, oh, but like be careful with them and don't just. But like if we treat them like library books, or you just kind of keep them up <laughs> and then like them around, get them down at different times. It's true, make yeah. it be a, a special thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's kids, and if they b- rip them, they do, and that's and we're moms. And They're kids, yeah. and we're moms, so we and all, we all understand yeah. and it's fine. But yeah, and that would be really fun. Offer to buy them a new one. We have like a really sure. fun like you do it with the library for all of our library books, and it's fun because then after we read them, we like put them away in the box and oh, she knows these are from the library see. and these are like the special like new and they're going to be gone soon books and it's that is fun yeah. I can't wait to go to a library again I know. I know I feel like I'm gonna have all these overdue fees I hope they waive them please because no it's like right now it's like <clears throat> nothing it doesn't count like I've had a cookbook this whole time which is fun because it was due in March but yeah there's no like until they're open it's again so you're fine there's no okay. fees Wonderful. Hopefully they cancel the fees that were already on. Like. Ooh, they don't know what they are, but you never know. Yeah. I just paid a fee 
like a year last year sometime from like years ago yeah i was gonna say she asked me when i was checking out this it was seven like, thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> she could buy the libra like two months right like they stopped like racking it up after like a couple months i have they no assume. idea like, or once it hits the value of the book that you borrowed or something like that anyway i had a charge and i was like she's like do you want to pay that right now when i was checking out with all my new library books and i was like nope <laughs> Asking. which i was happy to pay it but i also had like literally all my kids and everything in my arms and i was just like is there any way i could not and she's like sure so maybe it'll be gone maybe it'll be blame it on the coronavirus no it's probably not gonna be I'll and they're gonna be like this it, was I'll from four years ago show. actually lizzie oh my word okay okay i think it would be fun for us each to share like just a small part of like your journey to become a mom like when you first found out that you were going to be a mom, like some of that. So who wants to go first? I mean, I can. I don't care. <laughs> cool. I mean, I can. I can also. <laughs> I am perfectly happy. Okay, one of you go first. Meeny, meeny, miny, mo. Okay, I'll go first. It was a sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> we had been married for nine months. And our... <laughs> And Land. right after the birth of our first child, nine months after our wedding day, we then got pregnant. It sound funny that it was nine months that we were married just because it's nine it months. It does that not. It's just making silly brain. Okay. Okay. We had been married for nine months, and our man made plan was to wait two years before having a baby. Before getting pregnant? Before having a baby. Okay. Um, so. So at one year and three months, we were planning to conceive the child. <laughs> Precisely. I love it. Our man-made plan. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the day came that I got a little bit suspicious. And then I let one more day go. And then one more day. And then I was like hyperventilating a little bit. And I told mm. Nick right away. I was like, babe. I'm married to a guy named Nick, by the way. <laughs> He's 6'2", super attractive. He works at the PB&J Cafe. <laughs> She's always trying to talk about him. He's a five. <laughs> Sneaking in little things on Nick. He's okay. an Enneagram five. <clears throat> okay. The thinker. Um, <laughs> so I told Nick, and he was his eyes got really big. I just remember being like, uh, which is kind of how I felt inside, too. So... um. Were you excited? Like when you told him, did you, were you kind of trying to come across like, okay, like helping him through it? Or was it just like you like on like your raw no, emotions? I think like, that it was Whoa. very raw emotions. Like this could potentially. This is telling him that you're, you had a feeling, right? This isn't yeah. telling him that you knew yet. Okay. So, so I think that it was very initial, like, holy crap. What if this is happening? Mm-hmm. So he went to the store and got a pregnancy test. Um, and came back and I took the pregnancy test with him right there. Well, we waited outside of the bathroom and both of us were like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was pretty sure, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And then we went in together and looked at it and it was pretty clearly like positive. And I think that I remember walking out of the bathroom and going and sitting on the bed and I just started crying. But it was, it was, I was really excited. Mm -hmm. But it was just one of those moments where it's like, this is going to change your life. 
Yes. Sorry. And I wasn't necessarily expecting it even. So it was like, right. Whew, the weight of it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, holy crap. Holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> so that's pretty much how it was. And then he felt like probably we should take a second test just to be sure. <laughs> of course. Typical five. <laughs> so um, we took a second test and I didn't go in and look at that one. And he like peeked into the bathroom and he was like, I got it on a video. And then I think I lost the video, which is kind of sad. But he said, holy crap, we're going to be parents. <laughs> yeah. That's adorable. And then that's going to be part of a cute little ad for like Pampers or something. <laughs> right? So fun. And then my parents, probably 10 minutes after we found out, picked us up to go out for dinner with my parents and my brother and his family. Mm. And obviously we weren't going to tell people because we had found out like 10 minutes before. so hard. And holy cow, both of us were jittery all through dinner. Like we were like, oh, and we were holding hands under the table because it was just squeezing like, like, oh yeah. Holy Sorry. crap. Like this is so. <laughs> August is now squeezing me under the table. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, we were just all nervous and it was really hard not, I don't think that I talked very much the whole night. Like it was just. It was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's so how fun. I found out. I don't think that I would have been able to find out by myself mm-hmm. without him knowing. Uh-huh. Like I'm just fun. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as I was <laughs> thinking about it, I was like, ah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to yeah. tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So for my experience, I'll just hop in unbidden. Um, <clears throat> but for my experience, I was, we had been married for, oh my goodness. Someone help me. Someone with a good, like, whatever brand. Two and a half years? This was May of 2017 that we found out. So, like, two, yeah, two and a half years-ish we'd been married. Um, And our plan was to wait, like, five years or, like, three. Our initial plan was to wait two years. And then we, like, passed the two-year mark and we were both, like, "Mm, not ready. And so we were, like, okay, what about, like, four or five? And we were both, like, okay, yeah, four or five. And, like, I think in my heart when we said that, I was kind of, like, oh, like, that's so long away. And, like, we already knew that some of our best friends, Nick and Brielle, were going to have a baby. And it was just sound, it was just so fun. It was like, oh, my gosh, like some of our people are like entering this stage and it's so exciting and like, but we're not quite ready. So that's OK. And we were both good mm-hmm. at that. And your brother, too. Yes. Yeah. And my brother. Yes. So anyway, what happened, which is kind of funny that you say that. I went, I left, um, my husband and I were living, my husband, Matt, he is <laughs> five, eight. He has, um, gorgeous chocolate brown hair and blue eyes. He's very like g- lovely. He's an Enneagram eight, uh, sore subject anyway. But yes, so he, <laughs> so he was going to stay in Oklahoma where we were living at the time, um, and work while I went to go actually visit my brand new, like four day old nephew in California. So I flew to California. And while I was there, like some backstory for this, I was living in Oklahoma and not close to friends or family at all, pretty much. We were like pretty much by ourselves. Gracious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should see our, our, you know, guests on our podcast. They are just being hilarious. But Flapping anyway. our wings. Yes. Oh, my word. So we, so I went to California and I had been like, you should have seen me the whole time we were living in Oklahoma, I was just like, I just want to see friends. I just want to see family. So I went to California where my mom, dad, brother, sister-in-law, brother, whatever. All these people are there. All Yeah, brand new nephew. Like all these family are there that I have not seen in so long, it felt like. Um, and 
Yeah, and I got there, and like two days into my seven-ish day trip, I was like crying for my husband. Like I was like emotional wreck. I was, I did not feel good. I wasn't sleeping well. I was just like crying for my husband. And I called him and I was like, I don't know what's wrong. I, this is so weird. I just want to come home. I want to hold you. Like I just, this is really hard. I don't know why I'm here. And he's like, you're there because your nephew's there. Can you just try to enjoy it? Like we, you know, you're taking off work and all this stuff to be there. Can you like try to enjoy it, please? And I was like, I just want to come home. Anyway, super weird. It was very out of character for me. So um, I finished up the trip and went home and I ended up having a wonderful time for the rest of the time. I do have to add in case my sister-in-law or brother ever hear this. I was having a great time. It was just like little intervals of like, ah, and I was just not sure why I was feeling those emotions. Um, anyway, we went home and I was like, I was having some symptoms. I won't necessarily go into them because they are a little bit like personal, but I was having some symptoms and I was like, this is so weird. Like even to the point where I'd been Googling, like what does like early pregnancy symptoms and a couple of them were like things I was feeling. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Because we had just talked about it. And we're like, nope, two more years-ish. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I was like, Matt, I think I think we might be pregnant. He was like, no, we're not. And I was like, okay, well, we should probably just find out because I am thinking that. And so we went and got a test and um, went home. And he was kind of – I could tell he was, like, nervous, but just not. He's, he's kind of one that's not, like, super jump on any bandwagon very quickly, generally. So he was like, no, you're not. You're just feeling a little weird, you know, whatever. <laughs> And so I went into the bathroom by myself and took the test, which we had gotten together. So he knew I was going to take it, but like I didn't, we weren't in there together or anything. And I like took the test and I was so, so nervous because I was like, I'm pretty sure. Like with what you said, Brielle, like you kind of know, even if you don't know. And I think it's hard because sometimes you can even feel like that when you're not. But like this time I was like, no, I'm like quite, quite sure. I'd never felt like that before. And so, yeah, I took the test and I think my initial reaction when I like turned it over or whatever, it was positive. And I... I'm so happy. I like, I was standing in front of the bathroom mirror and I just like grinned so big, which is so good for me because it wasn't our plan. And so like having that initial, like I didn't try to like temper my reaction at all. And that was just what it was being so much joy for me was really, really helpful because yeah, because it wasn't what we were planning. And then, you know, subsequently we did have a little bit of a hard time wrapping our head around it after that point. But that initial reaction was really helpful for me to just know like, okay, you know, this is good. This is God ordained. Like, even if it wasn't my plan, it's good. Yeah. So, yeah. That's longer than two minutes. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so we assumed, like, we thought we would start a family pretty quickly. Like, we got married in, in 2010, in July. And we didn't exactly talk about, like, when. Like, I think we thought we would wait. And I personally, like, would have probably plan to wait longer where my super handsome red-haired <laughs> bearded husband <laughs> um was saying let's have like between five and nine kids and like just that was the plan mm-hmm. and I was okay with that I was more of the five and nine? Befi- between five and nine was what he said oh and I was more like I was more like, let's like, you know, take it one pregnancy at a time, but sure, you know, like let's have a bunch of kids. So by the end of that year, so we'd probably been married like six months. I think that was, it was about six months in the first time I thought maybe I was pregnant and I was not. And you would hope to be. Yeah. I didn't care really. I wasn't like so upset that I wasn't, but 
thinking that you were like, I was fine to be whenever, whenever it happened. I really just wanted like to not plan it myself. I just wanted to let the Lord kind of plan it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, eight or so years later when we, I guess technically seven years later, it was, it wasn't for seven years that we actually had a doctor diagnosis saying like, um, medically this won't be, won't be a thing for you. So I still always don't think that that's, you know, in the kingdom, it's different. And so I still, I still think I could have a pregnancy someday, but, um, but it was seven years later that we medically said that. And then we started looking into adoption. And so then we were married almost nine years when, well, it's interesting. You guys might know this, but when we started the, like when we started our home study, like it was nine months later that we actually, everything was done and we were on the list. And then we waited almost exactly nine months. Oh, I was like, there's three nine month things. Then we waited almost exactly nine months and he was born. And then nine months later, his adoption was finalized and it was all mm-hmm. over. So that's kind of cool. Um, so we had three pregnancies in a row right there. That uh, The timing of, of that, right? Anyway, so it's the day that we actually... Yeah, it felt like a very long wait until the day that we actually got the call and they, you can go back and listen to all the details of that in episode eight if you want to, but we were both home not feeling well, which is cool, Jordan and I, and I saw I had a missed call from our agent, no, not from our agency, just from a a random number because it turned out it was, um like the a personal cell phone from our caseworker. Case thank you. And so then I got the, I got a voicemail and I thought for sure it was something else. So I did call her back and almost right away she said, I'm calling about a placement. And it was just like, we were not expecting that because it wasn't weird for her to call us. And there was other things that she would have been calling about. So like, yeah, we just were not expecting that at that point. So Mm. we just both, she, he was already born. He'd been born the day before. So it wasn't like a, like, okay, well think about this and maybe the birth mom will pick you. It was a, this is probably it. And you need to know within like, you're probably going to go get him tomorrow. And you know, you need to know by this afternoon, like, whether it's a yes or a no kind of thing, which it was obviously a yes, but it's still, it's all of a sudden, you know, you wait all these years, almost nine years. And then it's like, you're having to something, choose something. It's different than just being pregnant. And yep, that's it. It was like, it was weird because we had a choice in it, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So it didn't take long for us to, for our choice to be yes. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I am married to a, handsome mocha eyed latin lover it's oh, okay. <laughs> getting worse as they <laughs> were not even going there but okay Dionisio Isaac Ramirez Andrade <laughs> <laughs> and we had just gotten married that's his name for anybody who, <laughs> who doesn't understand that's his full name, full name. <laughs> she wasn't like saying something naughty in Spanish so we had been married for about four months and I was having a few different symptoms of being pregnant, thinking that maybe I was pregnant because of a few things. And, and that was okay with you. <gasps> yes. Okay. So we 
we didn't have any kind of a plan to prevent or to try to make it happen. Although my husband was kind of like wishing every month that we were pregnant. And I was, mm-hmm. I've always been super excited to get pregnant and was really happy to think that I was. But I was also kind of like, oh, if it happened to be a year after we get married that we actually get pregnant, that'd be kind of fun and nice to have that time. But I was kind of just like, would have, would have been happy either way. So yeah, I decided the night before, I don't remember if I, I don't think that I told Dio that I was thinking that I was, or even that I should have been having my period or anything. I don't think. So then I decided the night before, because they say in the morning, your HCG levels are most likely higher. Mm -hmm. So I decided in the morning when I get up, I'm going to take a test. So I kind of had it like premeditated in my head and I was excited to Mm -hmm. just take it. So I woke up early, like six. Poppy seed, Brielle, done. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> what did you say? Poppy seed, is it Brielle's? Okay, bye, done. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up, took the test, and I think right away it was pretty clearly positive. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited, but this is the crazy part. I did not tell him right away. And he was home. And he was home. He was in bed. Oh my gosh, I so then, imagine. So then I got mm-hmm. back into bed and... It was fun to hold the suspense a little bit, actually, which is weird, but it was. And so I got up, I, we both got up then later and I made him breakfast and then I went off to work because I was working at this time and I had the whole day, I was even with my sister-in-laws and it was like really weird because they were both pregnant at the time. Who was I just telling? I don't know. And so, yeah, I didn't tell them. And then I went and got a special blanket and I got a poppy seed muffin because. What? You were just telling Becca. This whole story. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that I could do it special for him. So I brought it home and gave it to him. And he was a little bit. He didn't really know what it was. Like, I was like, oh, here, I have something for you. And so he like. Even when I saw the poppy seed muffin before I said, before I gave him the blanket and stuff, I think he like grabbed the poppy seed muffin just like any guy would and took a bite out of it, (laughs) (laughs) which was so funny. Anyway, so yeah. So then I gave it to him and on the card it said like Felicidades Papi on it and like kind of, and he thought it was for Brielle and Nick because they were going to have a baby soon and whatever. Anyway, so then he realized, I think I said like, you're going to be a dad or something like that. And then he was like really happy, but like it was, he was kind of, he was super excited, but it was funny just like watching him try to be like raw and real in that moment and just like letting the emotions. And he was like kind of laughing, but kind of like, ah, yeah, it was super fun. And it was so fun. Like we told my parents right away and his parents that night. And then like just telling people was the best thing ever my word and it was really fun even just like delight like I remember being feeling sad like to tell my sister because like she's been married for way longer and hadn't had a baby but she was so sweet and like she gave me such a nice reaction which was really nice Mm. yeah (laughs) anyway it was amazing it was so exciting like Mm -hmm. so oh my goodness Mm -hmm. I, I think I just didn't believe that I actually could get pregnant and have a baby. Like, even I though know. I, even though I, it was my dream to have it happen to like actually 
That's crazy. It does get really surreal to like know that there's a little human inside of you. It is really weird because like you think about it when you're a kid and like you pretend and you stuff dolls up in your shirt and like walk around with this huge belly and all this stuff. But like actually knowing like, no, 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 like right this exact minute, not me, in case anyone's curious, but right this exact minute, like there's a baby inside of you and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. It's just crazy. All right. This has been so fun talking mom talk with y'all would you guys come back for another episode sometime <laughs> all right <laughs> twist my arm all right <laughs> okay but first before we get done i would love to hear what's good about today for you guys what's good about today for me is um well it's june which is my birthday month which is really fun yeah um, so that's my good thing but also just having my um just having my son here in my arms is really good and has been good for a long, long time. <laughs> but yeah, that's my exciting thing. Um, yes. One thing that's good about f- today for me and the last months even is Joel is at my favorite stage. One of my favorite stages, I suppose I should say, but which I just love. He's sitting up and just starting to crawl and so expressive and loves me so much and I'm just enjoying him so much. So fun. So he's he's what's good about today for me. We all have to say that our kids are what's our good about today sons. for us. That's so That's weird. True. I've never been able to like like whatever with people because my daughter was a girl and all of my friends and my sister and my brother, like everyone had boys when I had a girl. And so mm-hmm. now I have a boy and all my friends also have boys and it's fun. Very fun. What's good about today for me is just sitting chatting with you guys without our toddlers and just enjoying Mm. the fact that we can just talk and it's fun Mm -hmm. we love our kids i love it and that i have fun wonderful mothers that are like-minded around me that are training their children and loving them together and it's just really fun what's good about today for me is that i just got a bunch of groceries and for several weeks i have been out of my favorite like fruit blend that I like to make my smoothie out of mm. so I bought two bags this time which is smart which even though it? it has cherries in it and yes. I think that that's why it's extra yummy and then I make it with a smoothie like it's just like almond milk spinach the frozen berries and protein powder and it's yummy and I'm not a much of a smoothie person but this is making me have it and I just love I feel like it's like I like to be able to have a smoothie because you can put a lot of nutrition and just drink it down. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it makes you have stuff in your teeth. Even if. I probably <laughs> have this whole time because I forgot to check. <laughs> I would have told you delight. Well, you did tell me once and I said I, I knew. So then maybe it still is. But anyway, well, thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a good day. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> He's like directing voice. One, All right. And Here we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lizzie's like. <laughs> Lady Catherine. <laughs> cool. We welcomed you to this podcast today to talk about Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mr. Darcy. Yes. Yes. <laughs>